G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Football with Sam Lee. Uh, G'day, Sam from The Athletic. How are you doing? Yeah, good morning, everyone. Yeah, very well, thanks. Very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. I I guess the big story at the moment uh, in the UK around, I mean, it's all transfer news, isn't it, at the moment? But um, about uh, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, his absence has been confirmed by Manchester United now. Uh, that he's not going to be part of their pre-season tour. They said they've given him some more time to deal with a family issue. Is that family issue um, buying a house in, in London so he can play for Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone, everyone knows family emergencies are, are great excuses if you need to get out of work because nobody, you know, your boss never asks any questions. And in this case, it's very difficult for journalists to go on radio stations around the world and say, yeah, I mean, look, it's... It's far better for me to say it's not a family emergency. Um, I think what I can say is I think some people around the club maybe dispute that. Um, And, yeah, as you say, whether it's a house in in London or any city with a football club that can offer him Champions League football this season, I think, you know, within, you know, the top echelons of the game, he'll be looking at. So, yeah, he's not going on that pre-season tour to to Asia and I think Australia as well. Yeah. and yeah, that's a, that, that's you know another sign that he yeah, he he really does want out, and it's a difficult position for United because they're going to have to make it happen somehow. This is a bit awkward for everyone, really. Yeah, well, I mean, I was looking around at the clubs that he could potentially go to. So he wants Champions League football. So you got to look for a club that can afford his wages, that needs a striker or needs somebody of his his um, ability. You know, it's not Man City, it's not Liverpool. Uh, PSG of City, he doesn't fit. Bayern Munich of City doesn't fit. Borussia Dortmund have already bought Sebastian Haller in, so they don't need a striker. AC Milan, Inter Milan uh, are all good. Juve don't want him back. I mean, the only team I can see potentially he can go to would be would be Napoli, and I, I don't know if they can afford him. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know how how willing he'd be to to take a pay cut to make it happen. Um, I mean, I mean, there's there's the Champions League. And then for Ronaldo, surely it's not just playing in the Champions League, but mm. trying to win it. And um, it's a fair play if Napoli win the Champions League next year and somebody digs this clip out of me saying they're not going to win it. But like Napoli aren't going to be contenders, are they? But, I mean, I'd love to see that move. You know, you can imagine like, everyone tried to either seen it at the time or seen documentaries of how Maradona was kind of fated in in Naples when he was there. I'm not sure it'd be quite the same with Ronaldo, but it'd be fascinating to see how that went. But, you know, I've been thinking about this months ago. I was like, if he did leave United, where could he possibly go? And you just think, well, it would have to be Major League Soccer, but he's actually not ready for that. He's not really ready to leave Europe in the Champions League, but I don't see who it would be. So, you can imagine, it's, it, it is Chelsea or bust. But it seems to be the case where, you know, whereas with Raheem Sterling, who we might talk about, I think everybody at Chelsea is on the same page about that, and they all want it, and they think it'd be a good idea. So with Ronaldo, I don't know that Thomas Tuchel does want him, but maybe the new owner does. It's a bit of a complicated one. Well, and that and that's a question. Like I, th- I think when you're talking about him moving to the states to play, and and it then becomes not about trophies, about money. 
um, then decisions around Chelsea need to be made if, if they're looking at him, whether or not Raheem Sterling does sign for Chelsea. Um, do, you, do you think Raheem actually will, will sign? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's way more certain than, than anything else at the minute. You know, yeah, Sterling to Chelsea is pretty much nailed on at this point. It was something dramatic would have to happen for it not to happen. I think, I, I don't know exactly if City and Chelsea have agreed a fee, but I think everybody knows exactly what needs to be paid and that Chelsea will pay it. They've agreed the personal terms with him. You know, he, he's made the decision to leave City. Um, he, talking about narrow options for Ronaldo, I think it's pretty narrow options for Sterling as well. Um, but fortunately for him, you know, like I said before, every, every, everyone's on the same page at Chelsea regarding Sterling being a good idea. So, yeah, that, that, that one is going to happen. And, I, mean, I don't know if it'll be Saturday, Sunday or, or Monday your time by the time it does, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was pretty soon, that one. Now, um, uh, Todd Bully, the, if I'm saying that correct, the new Chelsea owner, is obviously an American. He owns the Dodgers and things as well. And he's being, you know, talked about trades, you know, tra- and, and trying to t- bring the American-style trades into the English game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's going to work, but I do wonder if United sell Ronaldo. They've, I think they've said that they basically value him at around £40 million pounds, um, for the last year of his contract. If they sell him to Chelsea... Is there someone that could come the other way that makes sense? Because obviously they're going to need a striker as well. I mean, is it a, a Timo Werner? Is there somewhere there, someone there that makes sense to you? Uh, Shane Lukaku's already gone, isn't it? He could yeah. have another bite of that cherry as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot. I'm trying to I'm trying to work out. Well, the you know what the obvious one, and this was linked before, but Engolo Kante. That that's the obvious one for me. You know, I'd have needed a midfielder for so long. I mean, yeah, okay. Um, it, he's not the Frankie De Jong model, the Ajax model, is he really? Um, I'd like to think that he would be of some use to United, and if there, this were, there were this hypothetical trade, then he would be one that makes sense because United have needed a, a holding midfielder for so long. Um, he's a world class one. Um, yeah, it would make sense. But I mean, Chelsea got so many players that don't seem to have, have worked out. You know, part of the reason they want Sterling is because Tuchel isn't very happy with his forward options, apart from Mason Mount, basically. So Pulisic, that'd be interesting. Um, I suppose you've got the US marketing element to that as well. Um, Ziyech, you know, there's, there's there's a lot of players at, at Chelsea that would be um, that would be good. Reese James, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just listing players that are good here without thinking how um, kind of realistic they are. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's certainly a lot. But I reckon Kante is probably the one that jumps off the page the most in terms of players who may be available. Now, uh, the obviously Manchester City have done quite a bit of business already. Uh, they're probably going to do some more as well. Uh, and I guess that uh, hinges on whether or not Bernardo Silva goes, but he seems to be on the wish list of Barcelona. Uh, but it, it is, does that deal hang, uh, hang on Frankie de Jong going in United? It, it hangs on a few things. Um, it's, it's, it's fairly unlikely, but not impossible. Um, yeah, De Jong going to United or anywhere else is one of them because obviously that frees up some funds. But it, it's in that way, it's in that weird way where you look at it and it shouldn't really make sense because Barca are asking their senior players to take pay cuts again, and they've said no. Um, they've got these financial levers that they need to free up, which is you know part part of the way they've done that already is to, to sign away either ten percent of the TV rights over mm. a certain period. Um, so that's that's a start for them but you look at it and you just think any money you should be you, you, any money you're making on transfers you should really be making the club financially stable for years to come because of the problems you've got but that's not really how Barca do things they get money and they go and spend it straight away 
Um, obviously, they're, they're looking into that with Lewandowski and Rafinha, and you think, how can you do those two, let alone Bernardo Silva as well? So it is going to be very difficult, but it is something that Bernardo Silva is very keen on. And if Barca do manage to raise some money by selling players and, and other deals, then it could happen. But they're going to have to pay what, 80 million euros at, at the very least. Um, but, I mean, in terms of that having an impact on City's business, that's not really it. You know, the next thing they're going to do is Mark Cucurea, the left-back at Brighton. And that's about it, really. Um, that was the plan for, the, you know, the plan. They, they kind of expected Sterling to go, Jesus to go. Um, so, yeah, that that is the, the next one. I think they would have done more negotiating with Brighton, but because they've had so many sales to deal with, the young players and Sterling as well. That's yep. been slowed down a bit, but that's the next one. But then if they let Nathan Ake go to Chelsea as well, then I think they might go and try and find a, a centre-back as a replacement. That, that's the kind of areas they're looking at now. But I don't think they're going to try and buy anybody to replace Sterling and Jesus. Sam, Liverpool, close to Kez's heart in the kitchen. Uh, Mane out Nunes, and what do you expect from Darwin Nunes? Um, well, he's just such a kind of vibrant goal scorer it's, it's interesting actually because I know they had Jota last season and, and he obviously scores the, the, the type of number nine goals particularly in terms, in terms of headers despite not being this massive figure but obviously so much of what um, Liverpool's forward play has been based around in, in recent years was Firmino dropping off as a false nine and you know we've talked so much about City as a false nine and now Haaland's coming in and having to adapt it'll be interesting how Liverpool go down that route obviously with Jota already um They've kind of taken a step towards that. And with Mane out, Diaz has already kind of replaced him in a sense. So you still get that kind of extremely, I'll say the word again, vibrant present on the wing. And then, yeah, Nunes, uh, I, I can't help but see him scoring goals. First seasons at new clubs in new countries are not always easy. And I'm talking about Haaland and Nunes now. But they're both that good. And the teams they play for are that good and create so many chances. I mean, I'm I'm so reluctant to say it because football is not normally this simple, but surely in these two cases, you know, they're gonna they're gonna not necessarily hit the ground running, but they're gonna score enough goals in their first season to make sure that nobody's really looking at them and thinking, what are they doing? So yeah, in terms of Nunez sort of um, settling in at Liverpool, I, I think I think he'll be I think he'll be able to show the kind of form that attracted them, attracted him to them in the first place, and then go from there. Sam Lee with us from The Athletic talking football. It is, of course, uh, transfer season at the moment in Europe. Sam, uh, a, a player that maybe, I don't know if you'd say has had a uh, a reality check, but the news that Jesse Lingard is now looking at the MLS at, what is he, 28, um, rather than a big club in England, suggests to me that maybe he's not as good as he thinks he is? <laughs> well, that's one way of putting it. I mean, when he had that loan at West Ham a couple of seasons ago, and he, mm. he was, it went really well. He looked, he looked really good. You know, he, he seemed to be scoring every week. He was one of those players that if you play fantasy football, you had to have him because he, he was just, he was either scoring or assisting every match. Um, and then he should have gone back. He should have gone back, but kind of stupidly for him, I suppose. And, and at United, there was this idea that he'd be able to fight for his place, which never really happened. And obviously, he wanted to go desperately in January, and it was blocked. Um, in terms of now looking at MLS, I mean, we were talking about Ronaldo earlier, whether it's for money or not. I, I wouldn't mind going if I was a player. For Lingard, it seems a bit early for, um, 
for him to be thinking about it. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. Because of him being not as good as he thinks or as we think, I, I, I would have thought there'd be loads of Premier League clubs that would want him. You know, where, even even if it's like clubs coming up and going, oh, you know, opportunistically. You know, Fulham are signing Pereira from United today. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but is Jesse Lingard not better than, than Pereira? Yeah. I, I'd have thought so. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have thought there'd be enough Premier League teams in there. Um, maybe it's just opportunistic MLS sides having a look and, you know, chance in their arm, but it's not really realistic. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I can't claim to have the inside track on this one, but I'd be surprised if there was no Premier League club um, by the end of the summer. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. I mean, following you mentioned, Newcastle have been interested in him previously. Seems West Ham have got a deal on the table that he's not that fussed on, and then Everton offered him a deal, and he went, oh, Hang on, Everton, do I really want to go there? No, I'll, I'll go and have a look in the States. Yeah, that's, that's preferable. All of a sudden, you start looking at Florida, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good stuff, Sam. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Uh, keep up the good work at The Athletic. Enjoy our chat. Yeah, yeah, thanks very much. Anytime. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sam Lee from The Athletic. Uh, give us a, a call, 0800 150 811. That is the Kenner's Tire phone line or our text number, double eight double three. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Off the back fence next. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.